2: Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy
3: Federal and may lose value. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find Sports Grids Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening.
4: Welcome back to The Grid, football full circle. Coming at you, Mike Lewitt, George Kurtz. I'm uh, at Mike Lewitt. George is at George Kurtz. You follow us, follow the whole uh, crew on Twitter, at SportsGrid, on Instagram, at SportsGridTV. So going through the schedules, picking a few teams right now, uh, and we're going to start it off right here with the New York Jets. George sort of teased it uh, in the previous segment, uh, but taking a look at the Jets' schedule right now, George, um, we t- talked about them starting off the season at Buffalo, as six-and-a-half-point underdogs. Right now, the Jets' uh, season win total is at six-and-a-half. But after this, so they start at Buffalo, then they come back to New York and host the Niners. Then they go to Indianapolis, then come back, host Denver, host Arizona. Arizona won a game in MetLife last year against the Giants uh, at Los Angeles. Uh, That's the Chargers. Then they come home for Buffalo. This is brutal then they go to Kansas City, then they host New England, then go to Miami, then they have a bye week. So that's their 10 games right there. Buffalo, San Fran, Indianapolis, Denver, Arizona, Chargers, Bills, Chiefs, Pats, Miami. Now, maybe you think the Pats are going to be down. You're not sure exactly what Arizona and the Chargers are going to be, or even Denver, frankly. But some of those teams are going to be knocking on the door of the playoffs and the Niners were just in the Super Bowl, and the Bills are one of the favorites to win the entire AFC. And they got to play them twice in that stretch. So it's not going to be an easy start for the Jets. I think you're you're sort of if you're a Jets fan, you're like, man, if we could just get to the bye week at five and five and then go on a run, th- that's gonna be the plan.
2: Oh, I, I think you'd be thrilled with that right now. When you look at the schedule here, I think listen, if you're a realistic Jet fan. You may have to eat it this season, even though you realize you are a better team, but the schedule's just not in your favor here.
4: I agree with you. I agree I mean, with
2: you. Right? they can be a better team, but you can be 0-3 real quick. I mean, Bills, Niners, Colts. I mean, Bills, one of the best teams in the AFC, so are the Colts. 49ers might be the best team in the NFC. I mean, that, that's, that's a brutal start. Uh, two on the road, two doesn't help any either. Broncos at home, if you're if it's on the road, I'd be really worried here, but you get them at home, that should help you. You know, I think I think you have a chance to win that. Cardinals at home is, as well helps. If you're on the road for either one of those games, I think you'd be uh, in trouble there. you got to make hay there. Broncos, Cardinals, Chargers, especially, no matter who, really, who the quarterback is, you got to make some hay. Probably got to win two, two or three. Because you know, then you got the Bills and Chiefs. You might be yeah. done with those two games again before you get Patriots and Dolphins, and they've got that little quirk in the schedule.
4: This is a weird one. Yeah, I know exactly what you're going to say. They play yeah. the Dolphins before and after their bye week. Uh, the first one in Miami, and then they come back and they host the Dolphins. I think you're right as far as their schedule is concerned. Look, they they went seven and nine last year. Nobody thinks they were even that good. Yeah, they played better, but they were once Darnold went out, it was an, a literally a non-functioning offense. As bad as I make fun of the Steelers, the Jets' offense, when Luke Falk was in there, even Trevor Simeon, for a half before his leg got broken, it was non-functional. They could not operate at all. So they came back. They had a bunch of soft games. And, I, I you know, I'll give them credit. They did a nice job. But as you stated, they could overall be better and still finish around the same, six or seven wins.
2: Yeah. It's a— it's, uh... And then that's sometimes that happens. We see that happen a lot. you know, you got to take a step back, take two steps forward, that sort of thing here. So you may, you may have to eat it for a year with this schedule here. Actually, there's a chance. I mean, if you can beat the teams that you're even with or that you're better than, Broncos, Cardinals, Chargers, you can make an argument for it depending on who the quarterback is then. Pa- Patriots and Dolphins, they're no great team either. Raiders are there. Maybe the Rams, Browns, Patriots. Mean, again, if you can, let's say you're going to beat every one of them, that's going to be hard to do because there are yeah. teams there that are going to beat you up. Yeah, you know, yep. you're playing the best of the best here. I mean, it it's brutal what you're doing here. You, you would think they have a first place schedule when you look at this.
4: Very weird. It's just, the Raiders Raiders come in again to play the Jets. You know, they come, come in two years in a row. The Jets beat them up last year um in that in that game. That was a, a, a nice win, thought to be a nice win at the time for the Jets. The Raiders didn't end up being all that good. But then going to Seattle right after that, and then you I, I, I guess you would come home, but then they have to go back and play the Rams. You could stay on the west coast you for that. You could stay. I'd probably. I'd, I'd Teams have stay. done that. Teams have done that. Yeah. Right. Especially have done it in December, um, and then they have Cleveland, and then they close it out at New England. That's rough. I mean, that's not an easy December,
2: George. No, it's not going to be fun for them at all. I said the Patriots game. Uh, maybe it doesn't mean anything to the Patriots if they're out of it. You know, I maybe- mean. Maybe the pages are tanking for the, you know, for Trevor, whatever it might be, and you get a break there. I doubt it, but maybe. I see that that weird quirk with the uh, the Dolphins always has me strange too. It's yeah. little, How does that how does that work out when that happens? How we didn't talk about when we talk about Tampa Bay? How is there no buys in Week 12, but then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? And I think it's the Panthers that alone have a buy in Week 13.
4: Yeah. Why? Yeah, know that happened what? last year too. I think that happened with the Chargers last year, where there was no buys. Why do you Three do that? A couple of yeah. you yeah. Know,
2: uh, we're not a fantasy show, but if you're in some of those leagues where playoffs start in week thirteen, that is a crusher.
4: Yeah, it definitely I mean, is.
2: Tom Brady, Godwin, Evans, and you're not going to have in your first round of the playoffs. Yeah, mm. uh, McCaffrey yeah. in that matter as well. So uh, I don't. know. Once again, I know the NFL, and he's a first overall fantasy. pick. All right. The NFL cares about fantasy, by the way.
4: They they by the way, we it. play we play in two leagues at, at a minimum where fantasy playoffs start in week thirteen. That has to have that it's going to have an impact. You have to have a backup QB now, or I mean the McCaffrey yeah, thing. Christian McCaffrey. You better hope, better hope you get a
2: buy. Better hope you get a buy.
4: It could bump him out of, depending on this structure of your league, it could bump him out of the one number one overall uh, pick.
2: Am not
4: doing that? Uh, just based on that, if you're uh, if you wanted, it. I, some you know, people would do trading. that. I wouldn't. I don't get worried about that stuff right. down the road. There's too many I'm, things taking can happen. One. Yeah.
2: So, but, you know, so uh, I'll, I'll start bitching more about buys. Why do some weeks we have two teams on buy, some weeks six? We've seen eight sometimes. Why can't it just be four freaking teams a week? I mean, uh-huh. really, is this yeah. so hard? I don't, I don't, I know it's about money. Yeah. You know, I, I know that's why they don't want the divisions all uh, in the same week because they don't want, right. you know, the NFC East all being off. They lose money there, but right. I just, I hate it.
4: Yeah. So, and, um, yeah. You know one thing i would say in terms of wagering and, and again we're, we're not talents i i think you know that i i think we we know a lot about football and we try to give our our takes on what we think is going to happen with certain teams but i will say this in terms of gambling information i think what we see from many experienced gamblers is that they really do utilize scheduling to try to gain an edge on seasonal win totals because Vegas can be pretty sharp with a lot of these win totals. You look at the Miami win total last year, it was four and a half. I hammered the under, boom, comes out to five. I I thought that was a lock. There's others that are, you know, sometimes it's easier than others. The Bengals last year I thought was an easy under. It came way under. But there's others that are right, right on the line. The Tampa Bay Bucks and the Miami Dolphins both went over by a half game. The reason I took the Bucks under last year is because are away from home for two months george and i just thought that as i'm going through it that that scheduling piece was going to force them under and i think you see a lot of this with people that are betting seasonal totals particularly sharp bettors and i think when you look at the jets schedule that is going to lead you to believe that seven is going to be a more difficult number to get to now it's low enough that i'm not supremely confident but the schedule lines up horribly for the Jets, and I think you'll see the juice being on the under for this bet.
2: I agree, and that's where I would go with it as well. I think for the Jets, you're looking at a team, you know, there are question marks about Gase. There are question marks about Donald. We don't know what they're going to use Le'Veon Bell. They have so many new paces, new receivers, uh, new offensive line. It's nothing static there. Yeah. I mean, it's really, Jamal Adams is unhappy. What's going to happen with him during the summer? Yep. you know it's just, it's so unhappy. And you know, one thing when you make these bets, especially if you're making it now, on uh, over under totals, that's your money tied up for at least seven months, if not eight months, maybe nine. We don't know when the season's going. Your money's tied up now for nine, ten months maybe yep. before you're going to get a payoff on this. So I get You got to take that into consideration as well. i I might rather spend my money more on games itself.
4: Yeah, I usually usually wait till August until I start placing these types of bets. But the sharp bettors are going to get on it early when they see an edge. They're going to jump on it early. It's an annuity for them, and they'll figure it out. Let's try and squeeze in the Steelers. I'll drop a couple of stats on their schedule before we get into it. Uh, They have the second easiest win percentage based on 2019 teams. I know that doesn't always uh, play into. Yeah, but. You know, a couple of years ago, the Texans had a really easy schedule, and it played out in their favor. They ended up winning the division it, man, it always as a to result. Be so of... many
2: changes. I don't even pay attention to that. And the Cowboys have an easy schedule too, according to that.
4: So yeah, so the Steelers have the second easiest win percentage based on the 2019 teams. Uh, they have playoff teams from last year in four of their first seven games. They have four primetime games, including the Thanksgiving night game. Their first five games are outside of their division. So you talked about some quirkiness earlier with some other teams. The Steelers don't play a divisional game until week six. And the last thing I would say is that they have uh, three games on a short week. Now, eight teams have this, but you talked earlier about playing games on short weeks. Steelers have three of those, obviously one of which is is the Thanksgiving night game. So they started off with the Giants on Monday night. We talked about that. Uh, then they host the Broncos and host the Texans. Then they go to Tennessee to face the Titans. Then they host the Eagles and host the Browns. So that's their first divisional game. It's a home game against the Browns a week since. Uh, immediately they go to Baltimore. Then a bye week. It's a pretty good week to have a bye week right after Baltimore. George,
2: I think I'd rather have it before, but yeah, against a physical team like Baltimore, yeah, you want yeah. that bye week, and uh, you play the Cowboys coming over by. Not that's happy right. About that. So that's so that's us. Uh, we play. Uh, Our
4: teams face off against one another week nine as it stands right now uh, at Dallas. So that's why I think it's well-placed. Yeah, I'd like to have it before, but if you play the Ravens, you get a little bit beat up on that road game. At least you can rest up before uh, they go to big D. Uh, Then they get the Bengals right after the Cowboys. That's a break. Jaguars right after that. So the Bengals Jaguars right before the second Ravens game is kind of a nice deal. I wouldn't want the Jaguars to be a trap game, but again, Uh, We don't expect the Bengals or the Jaguars to be hyper-competitive this year. Uh, After the Ravens, they go to Washington, then at Buffalo, at Cincinnati, the Colts, and the Browns so look as you're looking at this they get the Jaguars they obviously have the Bengals twice as a result of being in the division we don't think the Giants are going to be that competitive Houston is in the middle of a rough stretch we don't think they're objectively a bad team but they have a rough stretch at the start of the season and the Steelers have them at home so they got some breaks right the Broncos is a home game Um, the Eagles is a home game granted Pennsylvania but still you'd rather be there than the link uh, and just a few other breaks along the way, George. The schedule looks a little easier than, I would otherwise ha- than it might otherwise look. The Colts also a home game. So um, overall, I'm okay with it. The bye week is well-placed for them as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, you are right. It, bra- it does break down well for them. Going through it real quick, I had you at 9-10 wins, you know, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Uh, it does seem uh, your schedule, either you play bad teams or good teams, not too many in the middle, uh, right. which is kind of strange, uh, outside your own division. Uh so uh it all I think for me it all is Ben healthy. And I think he is. Yeah, but well, we don't know. You brought up many times here, Tommy John surgery for a quarterback. We don't know. If he's yeah. healthy, I think they're at least a wild card team. I yeah. don't think they can challenge all thoughts of a division, but hey, you never know. But it all depends upon Ben's health.
4: Yeah. Yeah, look, you know, the Steelers went were six games off the pace of the Ravens last year. Do so I think the Ravens will be on that same pace? No but I don't know that the Steelers can can close that six-game gap. They'd have to do a lot of work. I I do think they can be a really good team, and if Ben is healthy, they'll come back and they'll win double-digit games. So we'll come back. We'll talk about the Cowboys uh, in the next segment.
0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
4: On the grid, Mike Blute and George Gertz talking about the Dallas Cowboys scheduled for the 2020 season. So let's see what their win total is at, George, right now. By the way, you you said you had the Steelers at 9.5 or or 9 or 10 wins or something like that. So their their total right now is 9. So if you're leaning towards 10, uh, that's an over right now. The juice on most of these wagers right now is pretty even. It's 110, minus 115 range. I'm seeing one right here. For the Seahawks uh, is way under nine and a half, so we'll take a look at their schedule uh, a little bit later. But let's talk. Let's focus on Dallas Cowboys moment. And right now they're at nine and a half. The under is plus one twenty-five. The over is minus one fifty. So people feel like the Cowboys are gonna go over. So let's take a look at it right now. So they start out with the Rams, George, uh, on that Sunday Night Football to open up uh, SoFi Stadium. Then they have the Falcons. They host the Falcons. Then it's two, the Seahawks. So a couple of road games early. Those NFC West teams uh, getting it out of the way in September. October starts off. They host the Browns, Giants, Cardinals. So the Cowboys have three straight home games from weeks four to week six. They also have five primetime games. So, there's your start right there. Those first six games, Rams, Falcons, Seahawks, Browns, Giants, Cardinals, and the Browns, Giants, Cardinals are all at home three weeks in a row, George.
2: Yeah, that's where they got to make their hay because the beginning of the season could be tough for the Cowboys. Uh, Rams, I know it's a new stadium, so saying they don't play well at the Rams in general, doesn't really help you. I mean, that was at the old Coliseum. Uh, this time will be, uh, we'll see what they do in the new stadium here. But generally, they don't play well in Los Angeles. So I would say they're going to probably lose that game. Falcons, Seahawks. I think you're looking at one and one. I think you'll beat one, lose to the other. So you're one and two heading into those three home games.
4: You mentioned in one of the previous segments, uh, the Falcons. There's the Steelers didn't have a lot of in between teams. I think the Falcons are one of those in between teams where we're sort of like, I don't know. If things go well, maybe they're wins. If things don't go so well and the defense doesn't play well, they're winning six or seven games again.
2: Yeah, I think you're exactly right. And we don't know about the Falcons. We don't. And uh, it's a, a home game for Dallas, which obviously helps. There'll be their home opener. Like I said the Browns, Giants, and Cardinals. They need. They're going to need to take care of business there. And even at the Redskins, that's another team you got to beat, right? Yep. They're in a, uh, a so-so team uh, before you play what their first really big game of the season against the Eagles. Yeah. On was that Monday night?
4: That is Sunday, that's Sunday night. That's Sunday a night. Sunday night game. So after those three straight home games, they're at Washington, at Philly, then host the Steelers. So it gets. A lot tougher right after those three home games, but at, at least they have the comfort of not having to leave the stadium for for three weeks.
2: You do, and listen, I have them also as obviously uh, nine and ten wins, depending on how you want to break it out uh, overall here. But I think when you when you look at right here, like I said they'll go, they'll start off one and two. Browns, Giants, Cardos, Redskins. They got to go three and one there, and really take care of business, get back on the plus side. And then when you're playing the Pennsylvania teams, you're looking at one and one. You're probably going to lose one, beat one. I think that's a fair way of looking at it. If I had to guess, I'll take the home game. I think you'll yeah. beat the Steelers at home. And the Steelers are a team that Dallas has had success against of late. Uh, mm-hmm. The last couple of uh, times they played them, they play them only once every four years, so it doesn't mean anything. But they have had su- some success against Ben. Eagles, is generally, the uh, under. Uh, one thing that's uh, hilarious, under Jason Garrett, the Cowboys were great against the Eagles for the past like four years, except mm-hmm. in Week 16 last year where they had to beat them. You know, they they right. fell, fell apart there. So we'll see if that continues under McCarthy, there, their success the, in the division.
4: Yeah, they have a nicely placed bye week, too. It's right after that Eagles-Steelers stretch. So they play the Thanksgiving game. Um, they, no, I'm sorry. That's a little bit later. So, sorry, they play the Steelers, then have the bye week. Then they play uh, the Vikings uh, November 22nd, uh, Sunday. That is in Minnesota. And then they come home for the game against Washington on Thanksgiving. After that, it is then the Ravens. That looks to be, so they'll get, they they get two Thursday night games in a row. Again, George, this has happened with the Cowboys several times recently, where they'll play that th- the Thanksgiving game against Washington, and then exactly a week later, they play the Ravens on Thursday night.
2: Yeah, they've had that for about the past uh, ooh, four, five, six seasons yeah, now yeah. been doing that. Yeah. Uh, weird, I think, uh, I find that strange. They're the only team that uh, they make do that. But after the bye week is when the schedule does get weird. They uh, play the Vikings on the road here. And this is one of those things I don't like. You're playing a road game, 4.30 road game, and then you have a Thursday game. Uh, it, you shouldn't have that. Once again, you okay. should not have that. Uh, first thing I look at that, I didn't like that. As a Cowboy fan, they look, well, you're playing Washington. If you're not playing a good team, you should still be in good shape there. But still, that should not happen. Uh, that Minnesota game will be tough. I would say probably a loss. Uh, you have to beat the uh, Washington because the Ravens is probably also a loss.
4: Yep. Uh, and then they have. I don't
2: think. By the way, I don't, I don't think Dallas has ever beaten the Ravens. I think they're the only NFL team Dallas has oh, ever Oh, really? I that's believe quirky. that's a stat. That, yeah.
4: That's quirky. So uh, at the Bengals after that. Uh, then they host the Niners, host the Eagles, and then at the Giants. So that Niners-Eagles stretch, that, that's going to be – I think it's going to mean a lot, frankly, for all of those teams. I think Dallas playing the Niners and the Eagles weeks 15 and 16 in the season, those
2: there's big ramifications for all three teams. Well, what Dallas has to like in the month of uh, December, uh, not counting the Raiders game, those last four games, you're bookended by the Bengals and Giants, and those are your road games, and those should be Ws. Giants, I doubt will make- have anything to play for in week 17. And the Bengals, it shouldn't matter. You should be taking care of business there. And the two tough games, 49ers and Eagles, you have it home. All right, you have it at home. So there's no excuses here. If you need to win, if you're a good team, you gotta win. That Eagle game, you the Eagles are no better than you are. At best, you're ever saying, you know, you're a 50-50 game here. And if that game's important to you, one thing that's a Cowboy fan, we're looking to see here, big games. No more Jason Garrett making mistakes. No more team play, you know, playing down, not playing up to their capabilities here. Let's see what McCarthy can get out of them. Because that Week 15 and Week 16 game, I mean, if things go right. You could say it could be home field advantage. I'm not going that far. I don't think so. But it could be to win the division, to get in over the Eagles, and you got, you know, you got to take care of what you got to take care of. Probably when you, when, for me, when I look at the schedule as a whole, Mike, no matter how I break it down, oh, I'll give him a win here. But then I, got, you know, it comes out to nine, ten wins every time I look at it.
4: Yeah, uh, agreed. Uh, I have I got a little technical issue. Uh, here we go. It's back up. It's back up, finally, just in time to transition on to the next team. But uh, the Cowboys, as we said, their win total is, uh, George, I lost it again, if you can help me. I thought you said nine and a half. I uh, got it here. There we go. Nine and a half. So nine and a half is the win total. Not touching it. Exactly That's what a I tough have. one. That's a tough one.
2: Exactly. Plus, you know, well, you don't know what's going on with Dak right now. And As much as I don't think he's going to hold out, I don't think he's going to turn down thirty-one million. I think yeah. that'd be nuts. I yeah. can see him. I can see him the Cowboys. You, know, hey, you want to pay me thirty-one? Fine, pay it. Screw up your cap. Uh, I'll take it next year at thirty-five million. I'll take it the year after that at forty million, whatever it might be. Yeah. Uh, I could see this is happening as well here. Uh, once again, Andy Dalton is not a threat to Dak, not if they're both on the field. Andy Dalton is only a threat to Dak if he's not there. Other yeah. than that. Dak is a. I'm not even a Dak guy, but he's still a better quarterback than Andy Dole.
4: Like, I can see the Cowboys a, after playing the Ravens. They could be, um, you know, six and six. Yeah. They really could be. They're, I can see that have, as well. They have, they have some tough games. Then, as you said, the Bengals Giants road games and the Niners Eagles, that could mean a lot. They close the season out three and one. There you go. Nine and seven. Now, that's close, right? You and I have talked about it before. When we're picking win totals, we want some clearance there. We don't want to go through this schedule four or five times, have the Cowboys coming up with 10 wins and then throw our money down. It's just not the way I really feel comfortable doing it. I want to be 11 or 12 wins. Uh, uh, I, I, could, need to, I, I need to see, see a that. game
2: and have two games ahead of what uh, I don't what the uh, what Vegas says for me to want to bet. And there are just so many games here for the Cowboys – I said, I mean, Rams, Falcons, Seahawks, I think each one of those games is pretty much a coin toss. Yeah. Dallas could go 2-1. and one. The Hell, they could go 3-0. and oh. Yeah. You know, but they could also go 0-3. Nothing would shock me there. They're all solid teams. Yep. You know, I, I don't think any of them are world beaters, including the Cowboys. So, I mean, you just don't know what you're going to get. I mean, a turnover here, a turnover there will determine games, like a lot of NFL games. A bad officiating call could determine a game here. Yeah. Know, you, you, and with the Cowboys, let's face it. Especially on you know, Jason Garrett, you never really knew. I didn't know. What team was going to show up? Would Garrett make the you know terrible call here, terrible call there? You, you just never knew. And even the Browns game in week four, I've given him a victory there, but you know if Mayfield's hot that day, who the hell knows? Yep. You know that could be an interesting game as well.
4: Bucks schedule uh, moving on to the Bucks uh, was a really big storyline. It was one of the first schedules I saw released. They have five primetime games. Uh, week six they play Green Bay. Week twelve they play Kansas City. I thought their their road slate ended up being pretty favorable to them. So they they start out against the Saints, um, in, in week one. Then they got the Panthers again. Their total is nine and a half as well. Let's see where the juice lays right now. Minus one thirty-five to the over, uh, so plus one fifteen to the under. So. Uh, pretty heavily, uh, right now, relatively heavy, heavy expectations for them to go over on nine and a half. I think the scheduling helps them. Uh, so they go at the Saints, then the Panthers, then at Broncos, then they're home for the Chargers. Uh, then they go to the Bears. I think that's a Thursday nighter. Uh, then they have the Packers at home. They go on the road to the Raiders, uh, second consecutive week at the Giants. Then it's the Saints at home. Then it's at the Panthers. Uh, Rams, and Chiefs both at home, bye week, week 13, uh, at home against the Vikings. So they play the, so in this stretch, week nine, they're hosting the Saints. Their only road game from November 8th to December 20th is in Carolina. That's a easy flight, it's a divisional game, but Saints home, Rams home, Chiefs home, Vikings home, with a bye week in there, George. They close it out at the Falcons, at the Lions, And host the Falcons. Again, they play the Falcons twice in a three-week stretch at the end of the season. So their road games are at New Orleans, at Denver, at Chicago, at Las Vegas, uh, at the Giants, at the Panthers, at the Falcons, at the Lions. That is not a difficult road schedule at all.
2: No, when you look at the schedule, I'm leaning towards the over here as well.
4: You know, uh, I, I, I mean, of everything I watched last night, it was the first team. I was like, man, Brady caught a huge break here. Their road schedule is way easier than their home schedule.
2: You can make an argument here that, yeah, I did a Saints beat in week one. Uh, When's their next loss coming from?
4: I saw somebody doing it on. I think it was Ryan Clark going through it last right. night. He, he had them ripping off five or six wins before they I, lost. I again. can
2: see that, too. I mean, Panthers, Broncos, Chargers, Bears, even the Packers. I don't think they're. Yes, you know, so they got lucky last year. Uh, I don't think they're all that good, did nothing to help themselves this year. Raiders, Giants, Saints again. Uh, I, I really wish the NFL, once again, Bucks, Saints. We expect those two teams to be really challenging each other in the division. Couldn't you make that second Bucks game later in the year? Take away one of those yes. Falcons games that are two out of the last three weeks? That's right. And then you got Panthers. Then I guess, okay, Rams, Chiefs, Vikings, and Falcons. It gets tough at the end there. The last six games, I mean, outside the Lions there, if the Falcons are a team we think they might be. Yeah, look, those games are tough,
4: but you get Rams, Chiefs, Vikings all at home with a bye week sandwiched in there. They don't have to leave Tampa for a month.
2: Tampa's not a big uh, home advantage there, so it's not afraid of coming in there.
4: Agreed. To me, it's not necessarily about the stadium, the home field advantage. It's about them not even having to leave Tampa and those teams and them not having to go to cold weather Kansas City. Vikings, granted, is a dome and the Rams is L.A., but I'm talking more about them, their comfort of them not having to leave for a while.
2: Now, I got them going over here. I think they are, if they, if they are who we think they are, they're gonna go they're gonna win 11.
4: Yeah, I think they're in good shape as far as the schedule is concerned. It's the first team that I thought it really swayed me in terms of what that wager might look like. So, George and I will come back, talk about a few more teams, including the Super Bowl champion Chiefs, right here on The Grid
0: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
5: are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh then it's time for an upgrade with the power of clorox sentiva Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store.
4: Back on the grid, Mike and George talking about the Kansas City Chiefs schedule. The world champs uh, get the benefit of starting off their season on Thursday night open, currently slated for September 10th. Let's see if that actually happens, as we said a bunch of times here, but uh, that's it. They're, they're, they're right now 11 and a half is their win total on the FanDuel Sportsbook, and the, let's see where the juice lays right now as I look at this, minus 125 to the over. Uh, plus 105 to the under. So uh, let's go through it. Uh, Texans. I, we'll we'll do. We'll have a little fun with this one. Give me W's and L's on this one. Uh, hosting the Texans opener. W. At the Chargers week two. W. At the Ravens week three.
2: Yeah, they're not going to go 16. Now. I'm going to give the Ravens a win here.
4: Right. Loss. You think the Ravens will be favored or the Chiefs?
2: At Baltimore. I think the Ravens. Are, it'll be a oh. One, two points. It won't be much.
4: It won't be. Yeah. That's like a point and a half type of game. And we're going to do the Ravens schedule right after this. So maybe, maybe we'll, uh, we'll see if the Ravens schedule is a little bit tougher going into it. Then they go to the Patriots. They, uh, I'm sorry. They host the Patriots. W. Host the Raiders. W. Four and one. uh, At the Bills, that's a Thursday nighter. So they're on a short week after playing the Raiders. They go to Buffalo.
2: That's why I'm going to give them a loss. Short week. Okay. Uh, I think, uh, you look at the numbers, man. For Thursday night game, road teams, it is, it is ugly. Not good. Ugly. So, uh, and the Bills are a good team. I don't think they're quite there with the Ravens and uh, and Chiefs, but they're that next tier down. So, give me the Bills, W.
4: So four and two. Then they go. They have the ten days, and then they go to the Broncos.
2: Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be an ass kicking, W.
4: <laughs> Five and two. Then they're,
2: they gonna be, the- they're gonna be mad, man. Ten days didn't get to play. Go to Denver and division game. No, that's gonna be ugly.
4: Then w they get, against the Jets. Then they get to come home against the Jets, Jets six and two now. Then they host the Panthers seven w. and two. Bye week. It's a good bye week for them. Uh, and then they come out of the bye week. They've got four out of five on the road uh, coming out of the bye week. So at the Raiders.
2: Yeah, I got go to Sin City there. Another ass kicking W.
4: Six and uh you have them eight uh eight and two uh at the Bucks.
2: You know, they don't have a lot of luck at all. Think about this. All their tough games are all on the road. Every one of them, road versus the Ravens, right? Yeah. Road versus the Bills, road versus the Buccaneers, and later on we we'll get it, road versus the Saints. Yeah. Right. Wow. Uh, right. Buccaneers. I'm gonna give them. A, I'm gonna give a W here. They're not gonna lose every every one of these games.
4: Okay. Uh, host the Broncos. W. At Dolphins.
2: W. At Saints. I'll give them a loss here. Tough to play in that dome. Hosting but, the uh,
4: Falcons and hosting the Chargers. W W. So you have them 6-0 and in the division.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's always a chance for a loss there, of course. But uh,
4: you I, I gave them— lo- you, you gave them losses to the Ravens, Bills, and Saints. So you have three losses at 11 and a half I mean, that, that's reaching the comfort zone. But that's expecting a lot of wins. Once it starts to get to 11 and a half for me personally, you start to get a little itchy about it because guaranteeing the teams win 12 games. Listen, great football teams— Go 12 and 4, George. We see it yeah. every you know, see it every year. They you go 12 back, and 4, they win the day, Super Bowl, and we was, remember them fondly as a great team, which means that even great teams, they just lose a few games a year.
2: You know, back in our day, back you know, see like a football 12 and 4, you went with division. Eleven and five, first wild card, ten and six with the second wild card. That's what it was every year, it seemed like. Yeah. Nowadays you you win double digits, you're a good team. It's it's parity, it's how the NFL has come about mm-hmm. here. I think when it comes to the Chiefs, like I said. If their schedule would have fallen differently, I could see I could see even more wins here. But you got to play those four teams all on the road. Yes. I mean, that is brutal. Ravens, Bills, Bucks, Saints. I mean, you're talking four of the top mm. seven teams in the NFL, and you got to play them all on the road? I think the Chiefs are the best team. I do, and they're going to be no fun to play. But they're not, you know, leaps and bounds over the Ravens, Saints, Bucks, and Bills. They're not. They're better, but they're not leaps and bounds. You put them on yeah. the road, especially that short week in Buffalo.
4: So you, you mentioned one. It- that's brutal. Yeah, you mentioned one of the things that didn't break their way, but they're playing, They're also playing four of their first five against playoff teams from 2019. Four out of five out of their bye week are on the road. I guess a positive is uh Would it Utah- matter, though?
2: Texans have taken
4: a step back.
2: Patriots have yeah, yeah. a step no, no. back. That's right. Oh.
4: That's right. Um, you did mention that their road slate is a little tougher. They do avoid the hot weather. Andy Reid was actually on last night on one of the shows, and he said that he thought that that was a break that they avoided the hot weather that they could have seen in Miami and Tampa if they had played them in September, early October. That can be an advantage for those teams. At least they play them currently slated for November, uh, December. We would imagine that those hey, let me, games, those crucial games, he's yeah.
2: brought something up here. You know, do you remember the the, Dol- the Patriots never like to play Miami mm-hmm. in September, right? Because they always have problems in the hot weather in Miami. Mm-hmm. How is Tom Brady and Gronk going to do in Tampa in September?
4: I think it—I don't know. Is it I mean, because
2: they're the home team? I mean—
4: I think—I I remember Booger McFarlane. We mentioned him earlier in the show. I remember him listening to an interview, and he said back in the day when he was with the Bucs, that, you know, that championship defense— he said when they had a team coming in there in September, he said 1 o'clock in Tampa in September and early October, it's steaming hot. And he said we knew that they were toast when they walked on the field. That was the way he felt about it. Now, this is new to Gronk and Brady. They're not necessarily acclimated to it, uh, playing football in, in the in the heat down there. Gronk played at Arizona. But, again, um, it's, a fair, it's a fair question to have. Uh, I think the majority of the team might have an advantage, but um, yeah, it, it was. I, I remember people were questioning whether or not the Ravens were going to have a tough time in Miami in Week One last year, and certainly wasn't an advantage for them. I think they lost by forty. But uh, you're right, it's it's a brand new thing for them. But nonetheless, the Chiefs get to avoid it because they're playing those teams uh, late in the year.
2: Yeah, I said that's just it's just a funny little thing I want. I thought I'd bring up there. I think yeah. the Chiefs, like I said, I think their schedule. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't really care about the playoff teams from last year. What is it, every year now, five new teams make the playoffs and so five teams go out? Just about so, yeah, I, think it's, uh, I think it's happened a long time in a row. And I guess if you go by that, hey, I know the Eagles aren't winning the NFC East either, right? No, uh, no team in that division's repeated since 004 or 003. Mm-hmm. So well, that's good news for Dallas, Washington, and uh, the Giants.
4: Yeah, we had the new teams we had last year. The Niners were new. The Ravens were new. The Titans were new. Uh, off the top of my head, I think Houston, the Pats were repeats. Um, Chiefs I'm trying were to do something. Chiefs were a repeat. I'm trying to do it off the top of my head. The Eagles were a repeat. Saints
2: were a repeat. Were, yeah. the, were the Packers? Were the the Packers Vikings, or Vikings.
4: The Vikings definitely were not a repeat. So the Packers four. have made it. Yeah.
2: So I think so I think there is a fifth again.
4: The Hawks maybe. I feel like they made it a couple years in a row.
2: No, the Seahawks made it. They uh, they lost to Dallas the year before.
4: Yeah. All right, well, whatever. We're in the four or five range, uh, nonetheless. So let's move over to the Ravens. We talked about them playing the Chiefs in week three. Their total also eleven and a half. Uh, minus 125 to the under. Uh, so people think they're going to drop off. Uh, I think you can expect a drop off from a 14-win season, but let's see what the schedule looks like. So they open it up against the Browns. Um, Got to like their chances there. But again, starting off with the divisional game. Then they go to Houston. Then they have the Chiefs. So that's their two games before they play the Chiefs, George. You think they walk in against the Chiefs, hosting the Chiefs? You think they'll be 2-0 and there?
2: Right. Since so it's hosting, yeah, i, I got to give them a W here. A matter of fact, I'm looking for their first loss.
4: So, yeah, think- Browns at Texans. They host the Chiefs. You like them to be 3-0 and here uh, at Washington, 4-0. and Bengals,
2: <laughs> 5-0 and at the Eagles? Eagles, Steelers, Colts. There Boy, I got- they're that's not going to run the table. Maybe. They're not run the table. Yeah, where's the? I could I can see you losing two here. I fact, like, I might have picked two losses here, except that that Colt is after a bye week. Yep. You know, yep. but I still think that's a tough game there. And right, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a win versus the Colts. I'm going to say you lose to either the Eagles or Steelers.
4: Yeah. So Bengals at Eagles, Steelers bye week. Again, their bye week is week eight. I think it's the same as the Steelers uh, this year. Uh, coming out of the bye week, as you said, at the Colts, then at the Patriots then they host the Titans, then at the Steelers. Look, that's a lot of tough AFC teams. I I don't know that all of those teams will be great. We have question marks uh, about the Patriots, but at Colts, at Patriots, Titans, Steelers, then the Cowboys, that's pretty tough five games. And then it's at the Browns. Like Coming out of their bye week, that's not an easy stretch. I'm not saying it's the biggest gauntlet that teams are going to face this year, but coming out of the bye week, that's a pretty rough stretch. And the Eagles and the Steelers going into the bye week, they got about a two-month stretch here where there's no... They're not going to be able to take a week off. You know what I mean?
2: Oh, no, I agree. That You're playing a lot of good, solid football teams. There's no gimmies there. Maybe the Patriots, depending on how that's working out. But you're still playing it in Foxborough. We'll see. Uh, Colts, like I said, that's rough as well. And we think the Colts are going to be a very good team. Uh, but I'm going to give you victories in both those games. Titans, Steelers, Cowboys. Uh, I'm not, you're going to lose to the Steelers because it's, uh, it's at Pittsburgh, and they, they always seem to split one-on-one. Yeah. When both teams are healthy, so I'm, I'm was giving that a split anyway. Said so I think you'll beat Dallas because you're at home. Titans are at home too. I mean, I've already given you two losses right now. Man, I got to give you a third somewhere because I don't think you're going fourteen and two, but I don't think you lose any game after that. Yeah. Browns, Jags, Giants, and Bengals. And I guess you could split with the Browns, too. It is on the road. Ah, right, you know, I guess I could go with that. You'll beat the Cowboys in a big national game, right? Everyone's talking about you beat the Cowboys and you lay an egg in Cleveland the next day. The
4: next I week. think the biggest break of their schedule is easy, open, easy close. The middle is rough. The but I, I get that. Ch- I, I get that the Chiefs are early. But Browns, Texans, Washington, Bengals, closing out Browns, Jaguars, Giants, Bengals. I mean, they could split with the Browns like they did last year. That's possible. But Jaguars and Giants and Bengals to close it out, I think they're going to have a a pretty good December into January. You know, like you said, they, they almost always split with the Steelers. Even last year, the Steelers were a mess. Ben was already hurt. And the Steelers took them to overtime and had the ball, and Juju Smith-Schuster fumbled in overtime. Yes. Lamar played a bad game. I, if you look back, it's his worst statistical game of the year. So the Steelers had them on the ropes and These gave it away. These
2: two teams hate each other. It's a rivalry game. You never know what's going to happen. When I mean, I, I go back to, what was it 1991, I believe? It was, I think it was 1990, when Dallas was terrible. They won one game against the eventual Super Bowl champion, Washington, because mm-hmm. they hated them. You never, you never know. That's why you. you almost, what's the old, you know? Like throw out the records when these two teams meet. Well, you can't when the pair on the Ravens and Steelers meet because they they just don't like each other. They get extra pumped up for it. And by the way, to support your point that you like keep liking to bring up about last year, the Ravens, the easiest schedule.
4: Yes. Yes. Uh, so and and look, it, it closes out really. <laughs> really damn easy, and it opens up pretty pretty easy. So, I, I think, look, overall, we expect them to come back to the playoffs, but as we talked about on this show, people that are betting to win totals are looking for edges, and the middle of that schedule isn't easy. You could rack up four or five losses in the middle of the season there, and they can still end up with 11 wins on the year, right? This could be an 11-5 and five team, and that middle of the schedule is going to trip them up.
2: It could be. I think that's the low end. I mean, I could see 14. I'll go somewhere in the middle here, 12, 13 wins here. I think they go over. You know, as it stands right now, once again, if I was betting today, which I'm not going to do, but if I was, I'd go over here. This is, once again, pretty much the returning team from last year with some better parts, Patrick Queen, new running back, maybe. This is going to be a damn good team. I'll go over.
4: Yeah, it's going to be hard to repeat that success, so I think they can take a step back, but I still haven't won the division. And I would probably shade towards over, like George, right around 12. I don't know if I feel confident, but uh, that's the deal. We'll come right back after this and close it out with a couple more teams.
0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
4: Back to close it out talking about schedules, uh, we're going to get into a couple of NFC, primary NFC teams, our favorite NFC teams this year, and we'll start it off by talking about the New Orleans Saints. Their win total comes in at a robust 10.5 right now, George. No juice to the over, uh, my, a little juice to the under uh, at minus 120. So let's take a look at why people might be shading the under uh, at the moment. So Uh, Right now, they started off against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Maybe that is having an impact. So they started off against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Then they go to the Raiders. So they're at Las Vegas uh, week two uh, to open up that stadium. uh, September 27th, they are the Packers in week three. Uh, They go to the Lions in week four. And then they have the Chargers in week five. So only one divisional game in there. And then they hit their bye week. In week six. So, what do you think about the start of the season?
2: Well, I think they better take care of business, right? Because, uh, once again, it's a soft opening. I, I know the Buccaneers are a good team, but I think if you're going to play them, you want to play them week one. They may not quite be together yet, all right, because of what's going on here. So, I think you want to play the Bucks in week one. I know you can make an argument. Go, uh, I guess, I'm assuming that's the first game. It's Sin City in the, the Black Hole, we call it, uh, the, the Death Star. Death Star,
4: Death yeah. Star,
2: that's fantastic. I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I absolutely love that. Uh, so, it's the first game there, but still the Raiders probably not going to be the greatest of teams. I think the Packers are a mirage team. They did nothing to help themselves here, so I think they're going to have problems here. Lions, Chargers. I don't know what to make of the Chargers until we've, hey who's going to be the quarterback? You know, when does Herbert take over? And how good is he going to be when he takes over? I think the defense is good. I think the skill position players are good, but I don't know what to make of the Chargers. So they're going to be tough every game here, but yeah. Saints is still a better team than them, and the Chargers are not beating the Saints in that dome. So these first five games, I see 4-1 at worst. At worst, yeah. I think 5-0 and o is a good possibility.
4: So they get the bye week. Coming out of the bye week, they're going to host the Panthers. So they get to be home for a couple of weeks, sandwiched around the bye week. So they'll be home in New Orleans uh, for a while. Then they go to the Bears and to the Bucs two years in a row. I, I think the Bears are one of those middling teams. You know, they weren't terrible last year. They didn't get good quarterback play, and they missed the playoffs. But uh, they're not a terrible team, objectively we think they have some holes we don't know what folds is going to look like but uh it's not an objectively bad team it's still a talented defense with some some decent weapons uh at the offensive skill positions um at the buccaneers i think that's a tough one but at least again it's not in the heat these teams do seem to have some knockdown drag out games uh, over the years but then it's at the bucks like i said in week 9 then uh, the niners then the Falcons. They get the Niners and Falcons at home, though, uh, after the Bucs game.
2: Yeah, this is where the meat of their schedule comes in here, mm-hmm. right? I mean, after that bye, you, know, you get the charge, you get the Panthers, just uh, home sandwich buy Then it gets a little rougher. Bears, I'm still going to give you a win at the Bears, but it's no fun going to Chicago and playing on that service. Generally, Saints don't play as well on grass as they do on turf. Not as a speedy there. Buccaneers, you know, Mike, it wouldn't shock you if that's their first loss of the season. Yeah, that second rematch in Tampa against the Buccaneers, if that's their first loss. And then you so play the 49ers. So
4: oh. they'd be 6-7-0 oh at that point, 6-0? Wouldn't, oh? wouldn't shock 15, me. Four, five, six, 7 yeah, they'd be 7-0. Oh.
2: Wouldn't shock me. But I think the issue is, even if you beat the Buccaneers, then I think it's that letdown. You beat the Buccaneers twice. You beat Tom Brady twice. Then you get the 49ers. I know it's at home the next week, but I, I, they're going to lose one of these games. They, I, can see, I wouldn't even be shocked if they lose both. But they're going to lose one. And they're in, why are we to see the Falcons, it seems like, in so many two out of three uh, games? Yeah, the same so the team.
4: second time. Yeah.
2: Right, weird. I mean, how do you – ugh, NFL scheduling. But that's rough because the Falcons, you know, good – we think they could be a good, solid team, still a divisional game, and we know they can put up points. And they're another team, and the Saints, they seem to go at it. They go at the Broncos, sort of a letdown game there, Mike. You're playing in mile high? It's a little rough back against the Falcons and then against the Eagles, two back-to-back rough games, and then the Chiefs? They better make hay in the beginning of the season because that ending is not fun. Yeah, at Bucks,
4: Niners, host of Falcons, at Broncos, not easy in late November, at Falcons, at Eagles, Chiefs, Vikings, at Panthers. So from week nine, it's it's literally the second half of the schedule, is not easy. It includes tough road games. And, uh, you know, divisional opponents, the Falcons, as you stated, they have a two out of three weeks against the Saints right here and a two out of three weeks against the Bucs there. So they're going to end up playing the Saints and the Bucs uh, four out of the last seven weeks. Uh, so th- that they're they're going to have their work cut out for them, too. But focused on the Saints right here, that back half of the schedule is tough. I think that's why you're seeing people lean towards the under.
2: Yeah, I can see why. I mean, once again, I said they have to make hay in that first half. Because if they don't, I and mean, if they slip up, and if I slip up, I mean if they go five and three, which is not a huge slip up, but if they go five and three, they could be in trouble here because I think in the second half, you, you take four and four.
4: Yeah. Like I, I was just about to say that. If they were seven and one, don't be surprised that they end up four and four and you're sweating out this bet. You know, you're there. Week seventeen, you're try- you're hoping that they're getting their eleventh win.
2: Yeah, I said. Uh, and it's a guy, road game. It's a divisional road game. Yeah, but it's the Panthers, I don't think the Panthers love anything to play for. So that's yeah. Good but, news there. but we
4: talk about their offense. Their offense might just be playing say, right. You, know, it's like, it's you could
2: have a lights out there, and it is a division game, which we never know about. Like I said, I love the. This is another one of those teams. Love the first half, but man, that second half. I and mean, there's not really. An, I don't think there's an easy game there in the bunch after week seven. Yeah. Once again, the Bears. I wouldn't say it's an automatic lock. I think, listen, I think you're going to win the game, but it's not a lock. Bucs, Niners, two teams we expect to be fighting for the, uh, a Super Bowl pop, uh, possible berth there. Two games against the Falcons, we expect them to be improved, plus their division games. In uh, Denver, November 29th, Mile High Stadium, that's no fun. Eagles challenging for the NFC East, Chiefs for the uh, AFC West, Vikings for the uh, uh, and NFC by the North, way, wow. And, and George,
4: one thing too is that you can also utilize this information as you approach the season. You could know, you can have a, a picture of what you think the same season is going to play out like and maybe you're on them in the first half of the season. And then, you know, say you've won a few games betting on the Saints, and they're 7-1. and one. You and I have had this discussion. Hopefully, you at home are listening. And you're saying, you know what? I remember those guys talking about it. The Saints are going to have a good first half of the season. But things are going to get rough. I'm going to back off the Saints. I'm not going to ride the Saints anymore because things are going to get brutal for them.
2: Yeah. You actually could get off, and you probably should. Uh, once again— I understand. Now we go over schedules. We're going over it in May. Things are going to change. Of course. Yeah, you know, there'll be there'll be injuries that happen. I don't happen even know for sure teams. if this is going to be the schedule. All right, but this is if you're going to lay down bets now, and we keep saying, yeah, we're going to wait till August. But you know, but by August, the lines will change because they'll know the information too. So you I are heard. looking for an edge now. And if I was looking for an edge right now, man, I think I'd lean towards the under here, because uh, I do worry about Drew Brees as well. Maybe he doesn't play 16 games again. Maybe he doesn't play as well. You know, and Jameis Winston. Interesting if he comes in as the backup or Taysom Hill, whatever he's going to do there. I think listen, I think the Saints, if they're healthy, they are the best team, in my mind, in the NFC. But uh, I don't think they're going to get that number one seed.
4: Yeah, I think this is a little tough. So let's see if the Niners can hang on to that number one seed. Uh, Niners uh, also at 10.5. So, you know, it's funny. We just talked about the two AFC teams at the top, uh, Ravens and Chiefs. They're both at 11.5. We go to these top two. Uh, NFC teams, teams or the teams we thought were the top two teams in the NFC last year, uh, with the Niners and the Saints, and they're at ten and a half. So let's take a look at the Niners' schedule as they open up against the Cardinals, who did play them tough last year, but I believe the Niners still went two and zero there. Uh, so they start off Cardinals hosting. Then they, uh, this is a quirky thing, they're going to be in New York two weeks in a row, at the Jets, at the Giants. I would suspect you stay in New York, but early in the season. Maybe you don't want to do that. Again, if these games get moved to the end of the year, maybe it's more likely that you'll do that. But uh, Cardinals, uh, then at Jets, at Giants. What do you think? 3-0 and there?
2: Yeah, I think you have to get 3-0. Okay. Well, Once again, Cardinals, Jets. I mean, I think the Cardinals are an improved team, Mike. I do. But not enough to beat the 49ers in week one. Not at home. And Jets and Giants, uh, you got some issues there.
4: Yeah. Uh, then they host the Eagles. Host the Dolphins, host the Rams. So, really interesting schedule early. They're in New York for two weeks and then go home for three weeks. Eagles, Dolphins, and Rams all uh, at the Niners facility in Santa Clara, Levi Stadium.
2: Yeah, and that Eagles game, I believe, was a Sunday night game, if I remember correctly. Uh, that's that's going right. to that's, that's be a tough game. Uh, once again, I probably lean. Oh, I guess I'm going to lean Niners there in San Francisco. If it was at the Eagles, I'd probably lean Philadelphia. Uh, being a night game, but I'll I'll go Niners there. But I don't I don't think that's a gimme at all. I think that's one of those coin flip games.
4: Yeah. Uh, so then they host the Dolphins and they host the Rams. So again, they so they got two Sunday nighters. It looks like uh, out of three. Two, yeah, out of three. So the Niners will get both uh, some home. prime time. Of, yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a good break for them. Then after that, they go to New England. So flying across the country uh, to play the Patriots, and then they go co- come back uh, and then go up to Seattle. So they'll have two road games back to back at Patriots. Uh, at Seahawks. Then another uh is that a Thursday night Thursday game? Thursday
2: game, yeah, Thursday game. I guess game. the
4: Packers. That's a great Thursday nighter.
2: Not for Green Bay.
4: Uh no, but that's a good game for Thursday night. Packers, Niners? I'm Thursdays surprised they playing the put that on a,
2: championship game. I am surprised they would put that game on a Thursday night. You are. Uh, I agree with you there. That that's weird. It's also an Amazon Prime video game. Yes it is. Uh so uh once again I think Green Bay's in Mirage, and I say it again, the numbers for the road team on Thursday are ugly, and Green Bay got shellacked twice versus the Niners last year. I think yep. this will make it three times.
4: Yeah. So uh, then they go to the Saints. So they got some
1: – And this is another thing.
2: work I don't like. What? Yeah, you know, it's another big game, 49ers-Saints, and you shouldn't have the uh, the 49ers getting that extra couple of days. I don't – I hate it.
4: Okay. Uh, I get Let's it. But they, at least it's on the road, so the Saints have a home field advantage. And then they go into a bye week. That's a well-placed bye week for them. Um that Patriots, Seahawks, Packers, Saints. I mean, we don't know about the Patriots. You think the Packers are fugazi, but still, they won 13 games last year. Uh, at the Saints, then they get their bye week. Come out so of the bye so- week, they come out of the bye week. Uh, they go to the Rams. Uh, then they got the Bills, Washington, at the Cowboys, at the Cardinals, Seahawks. So their bye week's a little bit late. They only got the six games after the bye: uh, Rams, Bills, Washington, Cowboys, Cardinals, Seahawks. What do you think?
2: Not fun. you know. At the Rams, I, I think this could be their issue here. At the Rams, after the bye, I'll give you a W there because it's after the bye. So you'll be well rested. You'll be able to be prepared. As you mentioned, that bye does come nice. Seahawks, Packers, Saints, bye. And then let's yes. go play the Rams and Bills. I'm going to give a loss to the Bills. Uh, Redskins, I'll give you a W. Cowboys is on the road. I'll give a loss. I think that bottom three stretch could be rough. At Cowboys, at Cardinals, Seahawks. You know, I, I don't think that Cardinals game is a gimme for them either unless the Cardinals are oh. out. Cardinals played them tight last year right. on that on that Monday night I wanna say that? one and one Cardinals uh split with the uh forty niners this year. I think it was a was it a month I'm I'm I, I think, think was that was a, a Thursday night,
4: night, night game. The Cardinals and Niners went at That's it. Right. Last yeah, I was gonna year. say
2: Thursday night, but it might have been Thursday. It might have yeah, been was, Sunday night. It Thursday was night. it was night a game. Thursday
4: nighter. Yeah. It was yeah, they went at it. And so and we both think the Cardinals are gonna be improved. We like their offense. We don't know how the defense is gonna come together, but you know, 10-and-a-half. I mean, I think they're gonna I think they're gonna scratch and claw for this one, George.
2: I agree. I agree. It, uh this the Niners are another team. I think it's an easy beginning of the schedule. Really I only see in the first half of the season one, maybe two losses. And then the second half is where it gets where it gets interesting. When you're looking at the Cowboys, Seahawks, Seahawks, the, Twice, Packers, Rams, Bills. It's if you're a fun.
4: Niners fan, you're looking at those first six, you're like, we gotta be five and one here.
2: Gotta be five and one. Gotta take care of business.
4: Yeah. So that's it. Look, we're going to keep uh, talking about the, the schedules on the shows. we wanted to take a, a sample of a few teams, highlight those Sunday night, Monday night games and, and Turkey Day and, and all that fun stuff. So hopefully you got excited about some of these win totals and how these schedules could impact them. I think the Jets are a big loser. Uh, I think the Chiefs are a winner uh, based on the schedule. We'll keep breaking them down. As I said, every time we're on here, Football Full Circle on behalf of producer Brian Rakowski and George Kurtz on Mike Blewett. Thanks for watching. See you guys soon on the grid
0: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more
3: awards watch says liam neeson is at his best don't miss in the land of saints and sinners